0: hear from my guest today. He is a video marketing expert. Hear where he came from, how he started, his humble beginnings, and where he is today. And he is where he is today because he employed these seven insider secrets on how to use video marketing effectively and efficiently. Tune in, my friends. You're not going to want to miss this. Hello, my friend. My name is Samantha Gamble, founder of the SPSP community, and I am obsessed with helping single parents build the successful home business they want so they can live the life they truly deserve. I'm a single mom of two amazing daughters and three dogs who was able to create financial and time freedom all while working from home. And I have taught thousands of people around the world just like you how to do the exact same thing. I'll teach you the tried and true secret to building a career that you will absolutely love, all while being able to be a present parent. We will talk about it all here, my friends. Nothing will be off limits. Think of this as your single parent happy hour with like-minded friends mixed with entrepreneurial school. So get ready to be challenged, empowered, and encouraged all while you learn. This is the Single Parent Superpower Podcast. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us on our actual first video production of a single parent superpower podcast before it's been all audio. So for our first video podcast, our, I couldn't think of a better guest than my dear friend, Ed Garza. He's a branding expert, knows everything about everything about branding yourself using video. He's actually the founder of Vodcast Hub located out of Franklin, Tennessee. So Ed, um, thank you so much, first of all, for joining us and talking to my audience and my dear friends who are listening to us now. And you, know, please tell us why are you? You know, why did you get into this? What drove you into uh, personal branding and video? And, you know, tell us a little bit about your background and and who you are and what it is you do.
1: Sure, would gladly do that. You know, it's interesting. Like a lot of your listeners, you know, I started off like an amateur. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. I just was in 2008. I was in Houston. I had just buried my mother and had some traumatic things happen to my life in Houston, Texas. You know, I was living in in hotels and just trying to figure out what direction I wanted to go. I had been in traditional marketing prior to that. So I knew marketing was one of my passions. What I did is I went to a guitar center. Everybody knows what a guitar center is. It's a music facility. I bought myself a white Rode microphone. And I said, you know, I think I want to do a podcast. <laughs> hey, we're on a podcast now, right? So I really couldn't stand the look of seeing myself in a in, in a video. So I didn't start off that way. So I just went to a coffee shop that was in... Houston, in the Midtown area, it was called Coffee Grounds. They were renowned for Twitter. And I knew the manager. They were they had social media breakfasts going on all the time there. And I said, you know, I'd like to plant myself on one of your tables every single week. And I'd like to interview businesses. And he, I asked him, do you mind if I do that? I'll promote you and I'll promote on Facebook. He said, sure, it'd be great, Ed. So I did it. My first one was just obviously just the road microphone and recording audio files. Then after about three weeks, somebody said, Ed, you really should consider video. You're really good with your linguistic language, so you really should. I said, okay, fine, I'll, I'll do that. So I bought myself a small little webcam on my computer, and I started doing video interviews of businesses. It started from there, Sam. It was like people started coming, registering. There was times I'd have 15, 20 people in line. I had to bring friends with me to network and hold them back, and then we would interview them, you know, three to four minutes, post the video for them, hand it to them. They'd post it on Facebook, YouTube, different places, and that's how I got started. There's a story on the back end of that of what happened. We could talk about that later, or you could ask me what happened, but it was incredible what happened, really. We really just uh, we built a big brand for myself. My name was uh, Mister Pitchman, I, so that was pretty much how we how I launched it. It opened doors for a variety of things for me, from personal branding, and I realized it worked. I really didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't getting paid for it. I just loved interviewing people and talking about their business, and they loved being interviewed. The smiles and the reaction afterwards was incredible. I would get hugs. And thank yous. They were just so blessed afterwards. And I got in, invited to trade shows for free. I got into restaurants for free. I got stopped at the, in the mall, stopped at gas stations for photo ops. It was incredible. I said, What is in the world is happening here? <laughs> I didn't know. But what was happening was, you know, I would interview, for example, you, Samantha, and I'd say, hey, you know, hey, about your business. And then obviously you have a thousand, maybe two thousand, or maybe more friends that I don't know. Now you post it on your Facebook or your LinkedIn or YouTube. Now they know who I am. And that's what was happening. And it just went wildfire. You know, it's like kindling. You just started up and it just went crazy. Needless to say, that happened. And I had a lot of fun. I was at many trade shows, interviewing businesses and just incredible experience. So that was sort of my start to video and kind of fell in love with it.
0: Well, and so from there, you... Well, you alluded there is something that happened before that to that drove you to that. So why don't you touch on that for a second, and then I, I want to get to from that from you being you know Mr. Pitchman to becoming this you know branding expert and teaching others how to how to do it. So, I, but I want to hear that pre story if you don't mind.
1: Sure, absolutely. So growing up, there was a couple of real crossroads for me growing up. First of all, I'll go back to when I was a kid. I was taught to be resilient by playing sports. You know, I still remember my dad every Saturday taking a bucket of 100 baseballs and throwing them at me. And I would hit them, and then we would chase them, and then repeat every single Saturday. That led to me really being competitive and in the category of baseball, I loved playing it. I always batted fourth, people always backed up, and I just had a lot of fun playing baseball. But it taught me a really good lesson in life. Really, just playing all kinds of sports—from baseball to football to tennis to basketball and pretty much anything with a ball. I played as a as a youth and went to the YMCA, and it just had a lot of fun. And but it really taught me to be resilient, right? And and in, in my mind even though you struck out or even though you failed, that you could always come back the next time and swing at that bat and swing at that ball, right? I was trying to make a decision after high school what I wanted to do. Dad really wanted me to go to traditional college like he did at the University of Houston. Mechanical engineer, very thought-oriented and analytical, right? Son, go to school. Get you know, get a good get good grades. You should go to a, a university. I really didn't want to do that. I wanted to do something different. So to make him feel better, I said, "I'll go to summer school at Houston Community College and I'll try out a couple of classes." He said, "Okay, that's fair." So I went to community college that summer. I went to
0: community college just so you know for
1: two weeks. Yes, that's about what I did <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you know something happened when I was in high school. I shifted from. Uh, playing sports because I hurt myself, to theater and speech and debate. I lettered in it. I had a lot of fun. I'm a member of the National Forensic League. I can go judge high school debate tournaments and speech tournaments and so forth. So when I went to the Houston Community College, I uh, saw a sign. They had a speech tournament with seven different um, competitive Topics. I said, well, you know, what the heck? I'll go for it. I registered for all seven of them. And I don't know if you know anything about speech tournaments or debate tournaments. Usually it's just you and the and a competitor or just you and the judge in the room. Nobody else. It's not like before an audience, right? You know, it's something like impromptu speaking where you got thirty seconds to come up with a, a speech about being a piece of gum in uh, 105 degrees in New York City, and you get stepped on and you travel the world, right? So you could pull a topic like that. I still remember that one. Um, and you got to come, you know, I ended up being a, a travel guide for the most part as a piece of gum. I remember that one very vividly. Yeah. So, you know, fun topics like that, um, you know, scripture reading, etc. So I enrolled in all seven anyway. So the day went by and now they have the the award ceremony, right? So you really don't know how you did so I'm sitting there, and the trophies are literally taller than me. I was probably six, six foot tall at that time, the first place trophies. And they started calling the winners. And I ended up winning first place in all seven categories. I couldn't even fit the trophies <laughs> in my car. I had to make two trips. So the light bulb went on that, at that moment for me that, you know what, I need to be speaking. I need to be talking. I need to be moving my lips and encouraging people for the rest of my life. So I went into seminary and the perfect place for that. I was a full-time minister for... Well, over a decade, had a lot of fun doing it. I'm still a lay minister. I still teach at different times when I have the opportunity to church groups and organizations. But, you know, if I stop teaching and sharing and educating, I think part of me will die inside. You know, it's kind of a graphical way to put it, but, you know, I, that's what keeps me motivated that I know that I could share something that's going to uplift somebody's life, encourage them to move forward, even though they may have struck out. That they could come back, whether it's just going to get a microphone like I did, or it's turning on the camera and recording and sharing their story. And I will say this: your story is worthy. If you are building your personal brand, don't think that your story's not worthy. It is worthy. It's worthy to be told. If you don't tell it, then nobody will know it. You don't need to worry about how you sound or how you look. Empathy goes a long way.
0: Yeah, well, it makes a, it's a great point because um, that leads me into. Well, a lot of my questions actually, but, um, you know, one is that I, I know for me, um, you know, being in front of the camera, it, it's not, it's not natural for me. Like I, I was always the one behind the camera taking pictures of my kids and they have a million pictures of my kids, my dogs, but, but very few of me, because it, I, it, And I think a lot of people are kind of the same way. We get a little self conscious, and we, you know, maybe we don't want to do our hair. We don't want to do our makeup. We don't know what equipment to have and all the little details. Right. And so, especially for women, I you men have it really, really easy. You guys pretty much roll out of bed, take a shower or not, and throw on a shirt and you could go live on camera, right? As women, we feel like we have to do our hair, put on our makeup and all of the rest of it, right? Um, so what would, what would your advice be to especially women? And in, in keep in mind, my audience are single parents mostly. So- you know, they're busy, they have all the responsibility of raising the household on their own, the financial responsibility, the scheduling responsibility, helping with the homework and all the stuff. And then on top of it, they're building their network marketing business. And now we're telling them, your branding, per, your personal branding is so, so, so important. And we'll get into why that's super important. But you're saying that video in particular uh, is important. So how do you see a busy parent, a busy single parent, fitting in video, even short videos? How do you see them doing this uh, on a... And how often would you suggest they do it? On daily basis, weekly basis you know, keeping in mind who our audience is. Sure.
1: Well, I, I would say that stay away, far, far away from perfection. Done. You know, <laughs> that's my one recommendation to anybody. You know, a lot of people, I, I'll start with this. For example, a lot of people are concerned about their camera that they have or that their old phone that they have, an Android or a outdated iPhone. You know, it really doesn't matter. Just start with what you have. Secondly, you know, if your hair's, you're not having a good hair day, it's okay. Because listen, perfection is for broadcast TV. When you do a video online or you're talking to somebody, you really want to talk like you're talking to your ideal client. And just talk from the heart. Remember, it's progress. You don't have to have a microphone like you see Samantha and I have. You could just use your computer audio. You could use the audio on your phone. It does not matter. The point of the matter is you have to make progress. And the one word that means a lot in the video marketing is empathy. Empathy goes a long way. I could tell you some of the videos that we have collected in our with our cloud-based application that we own, and some of the videos that I see that get produced, some of them are actually absolutely ridiculous. You know, I mean, seriously. They're just, but let me tell you something, the quality of it, the linguistic language that the person is using, the accent that they have, you know, the clothes that they're wearing. Uh, if But keep in mind, when they produce that video, if it, especially if it's a video testimonial or it's something like that, there's a lot of empathy in that video. People believe it. It's not fake, right? That vi- I've seen videos like that get more hits, more engagement, than some of the videos that are per- per- perfect with somebody that has all the eyeliner on and the lipstick and looks beautiful. Suppose to somebody that may have a bad hair day, the clothes that they're wearing are hideous. Their background is hideous. You know, they just, they have a horrible accent. Doesn't matter. Those videos get more engagement because of the empathy that people have for it.
0: Okay. That's a good point. And, uh, thank you. Now I don't feel the pressure to do my hair or my makeup.
1: <laughs> I appreciate people can that. relate to you. That's all you're looking for, yeah. right? People, yeah. people will, will, um, you've seen it. Some of the videos that are adorable or somebody makes a mistake, right? Those are real. And that pulls at people's hearts and they can understand that, right? They can relate to that. That's what you're looking for. Someone to relate to you and, and, and just you being honest and talking and telling your story about your brand is the best thing that you could do. Now, don't get me wrong, no. progress is great. If you make progress, that's perfect. You know, if you get a better microphone, if you, you know, if you get better prepared, um, all of that's great. But keep your same heart and your openness in terms of who you're talking to and how you're talking to them.
0: That's great advice. And so, keeping in mind, um, my audience is uh, parents who want to build a business from home so they can be a present parent, be that hands-on parent, but they still have to be financially sound. So it, it, like for, for me, you know, my daughters are 21 and 23 years old now, but I was always able to be that stay-at-home hands-on parent. But through network marketing, I was able to financially provide for them and then now put them through college and all the rest of it. But so that's our audience. What... Uh, What is the importance of them building their own brand, keeping in mind they're with a network marketing company usually or at least an affiliate of a product or a service or something that they don't own that company? So what do you think the importance is of them branding themselves, especially through video?
1: Yes, um, well... I think it's absolutely critical and not just it crosses verticals in different industries, whether it's network marketing, a home-based business, your home, your network marketing business, or if you're, you know, we have clients in real estate, right, as well, or the auto automotive business or any type of business per se, building your personal brand is absolutely important. And I'll tell you why here in a minute, but just backing up, remember we're not talking about investing a lot of time in, in your video. Maybe one video a week is good. When you think about it. If there's 52 weeks in a year, after a year, if you have 52 b- videos, you're going to be way ahead of most people that have a home based business.
0: And how long should those videos be? Should be, be short,
1: sweet, less than three minutes, two minutes. You know, th- those are the short videos. Now, th- not to say you can do short videos to push. And encourage people to possibly raise their hand and go listen to a webinar that the company has done, or a webinar that you did, or a webinar that somebody did in your upline, right? So you could do short videos around that to encourage people to go watch that. Just like a movie premiere, when you when a movie comes out, right? Like Mission Impossible, they run you know ads, short ads to encourage you to go see it. It's the same thing. It's nothing new little short little videos to promote something longer, right? To get their, to whet their appetite a little bit, right? To talk about some key factors. So you asked the question, let me get to the question now in terms of your question that you asked me. So building your personal brand is critical, right? I mean, I realized I'll go back to when I learned to sell and I was in the car business. I did everything you possibly can do in the car business from selling cars to being a desk manager to being an internet manager, to being a finance manager. I was never a GM. But in all of those roles, I always had my own website with my the cars that I wanted on there. I did personal branding. At the time, my website, it's no longer there, but when I was in the car business, it was BigEd.com, and I would have people go there. Everything I did was that. Matter of fact, there were times that the general manager would come to me and said, Ed, this is coming the Big Ed dealership. Um I love what you're doing, right? It's not long ago Toyota of Prosper. It's the Big Ed dealership because people would come in asking for Big Ed, right? So the question, you know, and then same thing with network marketing business. It's important to build your brand because, you know, let's just face it, it's honest, people, other people fail us at times. So I want to protect myself and my family. So I'm going to build my brand around that because I can move my Big Ed to any dealership I wanted to, right? That's my brand. I've invested time into developing that brand in the car business when I was in the business. So if you're in a network marketing business, the same thing applies. You know, there's a lot of things that are important in network marketing. And Samantha can tell you that it's, you know, you got prospecting, you got follow up, you got a lot of different things that you could train on and build your brand on, not just those products and services. People are looking for a good a good home and a good support system. So if you provide that ecosystem and that that field, I like to go back to the movie, The Field of Dreams, right? Build the field and they will come, right? So your personal brand is that field. Don't rely upon someone else to build that field. If you could build a field and a support and ecosystem for people that you want to work with, and that's the great thing about having your home-based business, you don't have to work with everybody. You can work with who you want to work with. And you can really do well. If you develop a good ecosystem and a support system for them, that's what people are looking for. They're looking for that community that they can join so they can socially interact as well as get support and encouragement, much like what Samantha's doing, right? Building your personal brand is paramount. And it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money to do it either. I mean, you got a phone, you can start recording videos You have all kinds of resources. You can reach out to us. We'll tell you, you know, you can build a website for free. There's different resources you could use. You don't have to start off with a big budget, but you could start. That's the point. Remember, progress, not perfection.
0: Yeah, like Amy Porterfield says, done is better than perfect. Yeah, done is better than perfect.
1: Yeah, You'll have have time to master that, right? And that's the great thing about it. You have time. You don't start off on the baseball field or – you know playing volleyball as an expert you start off by practicing and becoming that expert right
0: yeah we learn by doing mm-hmm. right and and you know the good news is we don't have to be perfect so i mean it's the it's a whole new industry now with everyone having a camera right in their you know right in their hand right in their pocket right in their purse and you can whip it out at any time one other quick question and then we we'll, and then i want to get into your seven secrets Um, so they do these short videos and even they do one a week, one a day, whatever their schedule allows, uh, where do they post these videos?
1: Great question. So obviously video lives on just about any social platform that you have access to from TikTok to Instagram, to Facebook, to LinkedIn, uh, to YouTube. Um, you know, they're just about everywhere. Um, so we particularly help our clients, you know, Put them just about everywhere you possibly can. Uh, you want to get engagement from them, um, and that's cr- that's critical. Um, there are probably uh, several other hundreds of different places you can put them. Uh, these are more like directories, uh, but that takes a little bit more time. But the most popular ones are the social platforms, right? Just placing them there. They all have different formats. I mean, you could use Canva to resize videos really easily, and it's a free, or you could buy the pro which is like $12 a month, um, or you could use a free one. You could resize your videos really easy. It's almost just like dragging and dropping and uh, f- to fit them for different platforms.
0: All right. That's great advice. Now, so you you post your videos up on all the different platforms. It, 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 is there anything in particular, any type of, I don't know, trick or something to gain more engagement because we've all posted things and we've gotten crickets,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? Is there anything in particular, just one thing that you could say, you know what, do this. And it could help
1: boost your engagement. Let's talk about follow-up, right? So having a prop and we're going to talk about this in the seven secrets that we're going to talk about, but having a prop, you know, something like a whiteboard that you can buy at um, Walmart, right? Right. If you're going to send a video, a follow-up video to somebody, you may want to have like a, you know, hey, Samantha, great to connect. I use something like this on LinkedIn a lot. When somebody connects with me, I'll do a video and I may say John or Samantha, whoever it is, great to connect. Or I may say congratulations on your job, and I may say congratulations on that whiteboard. A whiteboard like that can cost you five dollars, seven dollars at Walmart, and you get a little dry erase, dry eraser, you know, and you just. Uh, You know, you just erase it and change it when you want to. Starting off a video like that is great because you're going to have a direct connection. That's in sending a direct video to somebody, right? Or even perhaps um, writing something on there that is about your topic that you're going to talk about that day. Any kind of prop in the beginning is going to get people engaged. You look at any, any big company, Fortune 500 company, they use props all the time. And you know what it's great to use props now especially when Halloween and the holiday season come in there's a lot of uh, props that you could use to get people's attention right so just think a little bit and the better the prop the better engagement especially in that first 5 to 10 seconds so that's one.
0: yeah I love your little whiteboard uh, idea and it that prompted me because we teach the ATM method add tag message mm-hmm. and 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 your message, your private messaging people uh, with the follow-up with your support team and Sometimes you know that person well, and sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's just someone that came to you, and it could be someone totally cold. You don't know. But having that little whiteboard kind of um, helps bridge that gap and helps kind of build that relationship, especially with with a video. I tell people to mix it up. You know, type a message, but then also leave an audio message so they can hear you and hear your inflections and your excitement and your you know enthusiasm and kind of get to know you a little bit. It's kind of hard to get someone's personality just through text, just through you know, letters. And uh, but a video, especially with a prop like that, this geared toward them, will take it, you know, that much further. Cause sometimes, and and you know this, that you get ghosted, right? We all do. It doesn't matter who we are, it doesn't matter how long we've been in the industry and how successful we are. We send a message and we're following up with someone and crickets, mm-hmm. you just don't hear from them again. But with something like that it was really, really spark their attention. And it shows that you care. You're going that little extra, you're doing that little extra bit. That's right. That's great advice. That's right. Great yeah. advice. Well, Ed, I think we should get into your seven secrets of video marketing that help people drive sales for themselves. If they're, or if they're with a company, you know, and you help these seven secrets help drive the sales and the profit. So you don't have to go through them all. I know, and guys, here's a, a, a free gift for you. In the show notes, there's going to be a link where you can actually download the PDF that has all of these. So um, Ed is so generous to give that to us for free for all the single parent superpower listeners. So thank you, Ed, for that. But I would love for you to do a, you know, 32,000 foot overview of what these seven steps
1: are. Sure, absolutely. sure. Seven secrets, I should yes, say. Yes, absolutely. So the first um, most important is to kind of lay a groundwork to any type of video. If you're doing a brand video or a promotional video and you want to get some interaction with it, I will say that there is one key factor. Obviously, we went over the prop. That's very important in the front. You want to get their attention somehow very quickly. Then you want to get to your thesis very fast. Your thesis is very critical. Now, let me tell you the the next point. And you want to be a, you want to give a summary of your thesis. People want to know what you're talking about quickly, right? So get to the truth quickly on that. That's the first secret, right? Having a prop, then get to the pain point. Now, when I may say pain point, here's what I'm talking about. If you were to draw a line left to right, and on the left side, you're going to see this in the PDF. In the left side, you have a sad face, that basically a boring face that says so what. And on the other side you have a smiley face saying i'm dying to have it this is what's called the emotional scale in terms of the pain point that you're addressing in your video from so what to i'm dying to have it you have to be somewhere around over here somewhere in your what you're addressing right for example let's take samantha's podcast she addresses a pain point for single parents and single uh, single parents. She wants to give them a superpower, right, with her podcast. That's what we're do- talking about here. So she addresses a lot of pain points in having a home based business. So let's talk about what could be a good pain point for a video that Samantha does, right? It could be something as simple as, um, you know, the, she has a podcast that you haven't listened to it on follow up, follow up, follow up, how, you know, a high percentage of people that are in the business or in sales don't do a lot of follow-up. What, less than one? Right? I mean it's it's ridiculous, right? So how you want to improve sales? If sales are down, it's probably because you're not following up, right? And if you're not following up, sales your sales funnel is empty. So follow-up isn't critical. So she addresses that pain point, right? Because inherently most of us are have some type of lazy streak in us. I mean for some reason. when we have to push ourselves. We have to be a little bit more aggressive and and, and always try to improve. So that pain point is is pretty high, right? I, you know what? I'm, I want to know how to follow up better. You know, I need to be better at that. They used to always tell us in the car business, the money's in the follow up, right? And it is. There was times I would call people three, five, six times. And on the seventh time I've called them because they showed interest in a car, they'd come. 30 days later, they'd come and people were like, how'd you get this guy in? He was a lead 30 days ago and he came in because I followed up with them." right? That's the key. So the pain point, addressing that pain point, is what we talk about. That's important to have in your video right up front. And then you need to provide a solution, a good solution. You need to relieve the guilt from them that it's okay. You didn't know about the Superpower, Superparent podcast, right? You didn't know about Sam's podcast. It's okay. You got to relieve that guilt from them, provide a good solution, and then you need to give them a good offer provide them a good offer to engage with you, to book an appointment or to download an ebook or download five steps or seven secrets, right? Exactly what we're doing here, right? Same thing. We follow the process. So those are just, that's just kind of a highlight of it. And you, your call to action, you really want to think about that a little bit. You got to have a strong one. And I can tell you with the holiday season coming, no doubt, some of the products and services that your companies have, they probably have great offers, BOGO offers, buy one, get one free, special discounts. Use that in your videos, right? Or if you want to invest in your vis- your business, give them a free resource when they buy or something of value when they buy, right? So you got to have some type of strong offer. And then you want definitely want to ask them, always ask them with a call to action on the back end to book time with you, to buy from you, to come to an event or go to a webinar always put your website or give them your website on the back end. So that's kind of a highlight overview, Sam, really kind of what it is. But the most important thing is that emotional scale, right? If you're in the so what category, you're not going to get a lot of engagement because there's tons of videos that are in that category. So you have to move the needle up a little bit on the emotional scale to try to get their attention quickly.
0: So, so address, address where they are, hit the pain point, and show them how you can get them over here. Okay. Take them on a quick journey. Yeah. In, in three minutes or so. And you can also repurpose these videos too. So you don't have to, you know, keep doing new videos every single week. If you're doing one video, two videos, three videos a week, just keep them and then repurpose them later on down the road. Especially if it's, I mean, if, if it's a, if it's a promo specific, you know video that's only then they say the promo is only is good for you know the month of november shoot run it a few times the month of november because here's a fun fact not so fun sometimes but social media you only have only six percent of your followers ever see your stuff on social media so feel free to repost that stuff do it over and over and over again and if the same if some of the same people are seeing it over and over again who cares because you're tapping in, you want to get another 6% and another 6%, a new 6% of, of eyeballs on it. So just because you post something one time, oh, well, that didn't work. I didn't get any engagement. Who cares? Repost it. Try it out a few different times and play around with different captions and hashtags and all the rest of it. And there's training on that in uh, on episode five. So you can go check that out. But, um, Ed, I just want to say thank you so much. And thank you so much for the free resource for our listeners. I'll make sure that the link uh, is in the show notes. And congratulations on on a Vodcast Hub. It's an amazing platform, so simple to use. Um, guys, if you're looking for a platform to shoot quick videos and have them uploaded and easy to access, easy um, to produce uh, at that that's definitely the place to go and vodcasthub.com, yes, right? correct. Yeah. So guys, go check it out. It's, you're going to love it. But the, uh, definitely, at the very least, download this free resource. Why wouldn't you want the seven secrets of video marketing, especially in today's day and age when everyone is, you know, on TikToks? <laughs> my daughter, side note, my daughter said the other day, she says, my gosh, I was on my phone and I was on TikTok, and then next thing I know, I looked at the time. Two hours went by. Like two hours,
1: two hours (laughs) on TikTok. (laughs) It's the most popular call to action button on the internet today. It is, and you know, you just got to you got to start. You know, just just start. And you know what? I have a I have another resource we could talk about later. Maybe you could send it to them as a follow up, or you can make it as a resource if you don't know what to talk about. I have a. I have a little ebook that has about 365 days of content that motivational tips, quotes, resources, all in one PDF. You could start there. Motivation and inspirations well quotes are great videos to start with, right? So you can get people engaged. You may encourage somebody. They may like it. They may like you. And that's what the start of a relationship is. If they know you, they like you, they trust you, they're probably going to buy from you.
0: Wow, that that would be amazing. Uh, that that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I would love to include that link in the show yes. notes.
1: Yes. So, I just if I can, I just want to sit, just encourage you know anybody that is in the home based business now. There's no greater trend in the marketplace. I'm telling you, with the gas prices the where, the where they're at, with the economy, that's where we started with our business. Working from home, we're no different than any other person. I started when I was single and with a simple road microphone, you know, and just started taking action and building my brand, right? And I could tell you from just networking and, um, you know, doing what I'm doing, I don't do a lot of cold calling now. I get a lot of referrals, usually two to three referrals for clients every single week. And that's because of the work I've put in and def- the, continually branding myself, branding our company, branding myself, branding our company. It's like repeat process and getting better with video, right? I didn't start off. Some of my first videos were horrible, Sam. I mean, they were just blurry and, you know, square. And it's just, they were, they were bad, you know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think too, you know, content, especially up on YouTube and things like that, people, you know, they're going to search for you. And I know um, um, Russell um, Russell Brunson, he talks about the, when he first started, he put out content every single day. It didn't matter what it really was about. It was kind of more about his journey. And he put out every single day, he said, because eventually people will find you. Eventually they'll find you. It's kind of, um, he likens it to, and, and this actually happened to me, Game of Thrones. I didn't start that um, show until it was in the fifth season already. So they'd put out four seasons before I finally caught on, before enough friends told me I have to watch this show and I binged it. And yes. Anyway, but so, so what he's saying is, you know, get, just keep putting content out there and be of service, put valuable content out there. and Yes. Put your call to actions out there. Give some helpful um, tips, and in fact, on uh, episode six is "Don't be a fool; use a tool." We cover all of that, actually. So go check out that episode as well. But uh, yeah, it's just keep putting content out there, and don't delete content. I just want to put that out there too. We all have stuff out there that is. Um, subpar, let's say. (laughs) But don't delete it. Just leave it out there. It's the beginning of your story, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I have some videos that I
1: show that uh, the the beginning of my story, you would absolutely laugh at them, but that's okay. You know what? That evokes an emotion, right? uh, Can I add one little key thing? Of course, of course. That emotional scale from dying to have to what we talked about, right? that emotional scale, Mm -hmm. you got to choose what emotion you want to inflict on your Mm -hmm. listener, whether it's happy, laughing, sad, scared, well, you know, it doesn't matter. You got to evoke some emotion very high, right? So for example, I'll give you an example of one of my commercials that I run, right? I, I started off like this. I say, Fridays come. And as an entrepreneur or founder, You have done nothing for your social media. You've done nothing for your video marketing because everything else got in the way. Got in the way of you thinking with clarity, got in the way of you thinking about content. You didn't have the time to do it. Don't worry. You didn't know about Vodcast Hub. We'll make it easy for you so you don't have to think about the content. Our team will develop the content for you, the hashtags for you, the videos for you, all you have to do is approve them with a cup of coffee on a Saturday morning, right? See what I mean? You provide a solution. Yeah. You take them through that emotion, Perfect. right? You want to take them through an emotion. And every, when I do that on networking events, some people, oh, thanks, Ed. You may really <laughs> made me feel bad <laughs> You know, because they're not doing it, right? So you want to evoke that emotion mm-hmm. somehow. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, a 100% hundred percent. And that is actually a a very real scenario. It
1: is. (laughs) It's very real. Trust me. It was real for me, too. Even as the founder of the company, I said, you know, I just don't. Everything got in the way. Accounting, finance, training team members. um, Oh, I got to do this social post. And then Fridays come and it's like, oh, my God, we haven't had time to think about what we need to put together and branding and personal branding. So eventually I told my team, we need to have a team of people that can put that content together for us. Send it to us. We could look at it. We'll give them some direction. I had to do it for ourselves, our own company, right? Because I was getting inundated as a, an entrepreneur working from home, right? I didn't have the time to think about good quality content, right?
0: Yeah. Well, in our audience with single parents, I mean, you never know what each day is going That's to bring. Right. You know, you don't know if your child's going to go to the nurse's office and, and you have to go pick them up because they're sick. And you know, next thing you know, you haven't posted anything. And, and in fact, um, there's an episode that I covered uh, what to, where to post, what to post to maximize your success uh, with social media. I'll, I'll put the link to all these episodes that I'm mentioning in the show notes. You guys don't worry about it. And, but it talks about their um, post fifteen times a week. You know, ten times for once one type of post, and then four times. Ta- and then uh, you know, they break down the uh, three posts, certain type of posts, and then two posts, certain type of posts. But I talk about batching it all because yeah, life gets life gets in the way, and you know, if you have a service like yours that does it all for us. Then that's even better. So guys, check out Vodcast Hub. Uh, it's an amazing service. It's more than just video, and you're absolutely going to love it. Get your seven secrets of video marketing. And Ed, thank you so much for joining us.
1: It's a, it's my pleasure. If I could help anybody, give them free coaching, advice, anything like that, you know, you could just have them reach out to me. I'm a, I'm a teacher at heart. Remember that. So I'm always I'm always here to help you know, entrepreneurs that are looking to build their personal brand, especially single parents, single moms. Um, you know, I was there. I've been in your shoes. I've been at my low parts in life and trying to, you know, come out of the ashes. And uh, that's kind of what, what we try to help people with, really. So it's my pleasure to be here and always great to see you, Sam.
0: Thank you so much, Ed. I appreciate you so much. Well, high five, my friend, and let's pop that champagne because we just finished another episode of the Single Parent Superpower Podcast together, and I hope this episode left you feeling inspired and empowered. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt you can do this. I'd love to hear what other topics you'd like for me to dive into, so do me a favor. Head on over to www.spspcommunity.com forward slash podcast, and let me know in the comments where you're struggling, where I can help And while you're there, feel free to click the link on that page to get your free gift. And it's the ultimate home business success guide for single parents. And this is where you'll get the seven insider tips to build the business you want so you can live the life that you deserve. And it's free. So go ahead and make sure you rate and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a single episode. And until next time, my friend, this is Samantha Gamble, and I can't wait to connect with you inside the comment section on SPSPcommunity.com forward slash podcast.